Hello and welcome back to I Wouldn't Have Done It Like That. Um, once again, I'm joined by Simon, or my father. Hello. Um, and this week we're going to be, um, in comparison to last week at least, we're going to be focusing a little bit more specifically on a certain topic. And that topic this week is um, conducting a personal evaluation or, or, or seeing yourself as more of a business than... Um, than uh, I wouldn't say a person, but seeing yourself as more of a business. Yeah, you're like you know, let's, let's call it you limited. But um, I think probably the best way to to get onto that is so we ha- on, on the back of last week we had um, we have we got some feedback, which I think I would read out, and it's like a te- you know we talked last week about um, you know go out talk to someone about how you're feeling and etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Write it down, send it in, or anything. Um, and I think we've we've got that here. And um, uh, are we going to say who sent it in, or yeah, are they okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, this comes from Max, who's an A-level student, who was studying art, biology, and sociology. And he says, when I first heard about the A-levels being cancelled, I was sitting with a friend in my bedroom, and we got a phone call from his sister. She was watching the news, very res- <laughs> very responsible, unlike us, <laughs> and was dictating what the government were announcing. As soon as the words were mentioned that we would no longer have to take exams. We just started screaming with excitement. We called practically everyone in our year group from our phone contacts, screaming down the phone for a solid 10 minutes. I don't remember getting a call. <laughs> <laughs> However, something was bothering me. I didn't quite understand what it was. I didn't realise what it was that was bothering me until a few weeks later after the news set in. Now that I've had some weeks to think about what happened, I actually feel almost cheated. Two years plus I had spent building up to this very moment almost seemed like a waste of time. All the effort I had committed to this aspect of my life had been ripped away. Even though I understand that the entire world is suffering and everyone in my age group across the globe is going through the same thing, I still feel as if a huge part of my life has disappeared. I think this was mainly because of all the expectations and pressure that is put on me as a student, especially one in a private school. Now, whilst I realise that I am unfathomably lucky to be going to a fee-paying school, which I feel has eliminated a large proportion of negative aspects of school life, I still feel that this side of the education system has a glaringly obvious fault that no one seems to pick up on, that being school performance. Across the globe, the pressure from the school that they put on the teachers to make the best of the students in such a results-driven world. Ultimately, this pressure is transferred directly onto the students. So the past few weeks, have been particularly hard for everyone, including myself. School for me, whilst being a place I despised for a large proportion of my life, seemed to evolve into a hub of community and friends these past few years. When the announcement of school's closing occurred, I didn't believe it. I then proceeded to go into school for the last day of my life without time for mental preparation. I still didn't believe what was happening. This last day, however, was one of the most memorable. All of the teachers became friends, all of our Peers became emotional wrecks. Aside, aside, <laughs> aside, I have never seen of the hard nuts before, and we had genuine fun. We had a brilliant idea of making a cardboard cutout of our favourite art teacher, dressing in his, dressing him in his traditional paint splattered lab coat, and poking him through classroom windows, and ultimately getting a selfie with our headmaster himself. So for me, about losing a rite of passage on the last day of school, I feel that we still got this form of of rite of passage but made the best out of an awful situation. After all our friends coming together on that last day and being our beautiful selves, making the day not as gloomy and a miserable one, but one of the best yet. 
Well, then seriousness of the situation set in. COVID-19 was a pandemic at large and people were being warned of a potential lockdown. New worries set in. My mum, for one, has had an autoimmune disease for the past nine years of her life and is especially vulnerable in this situation. For this, I'm worried for her life, which is an emotion I've never experienced in my life. So many people have hidden problems of their own, like mine. Our lives, for one, are going to be changed indefinitely. With regards to my future, I am looking for a career in the creative arts industry. I feel that my future is probably one of the most unaffected and predictable, as predictable as being an artist can be. My foundation course is keeping me updated with regular updates, which is reassuring, and they are predicting classes to hopefully commence as usual in September, but nothing is absolute. As for my friends, I feel that we're all in similar situations, with some looking for futures in the army and others in creative industries. However, I've got to be honest with you, Simon, I'm shitting myself with regards to my future, but this is probably a fairly standard response when A-levels are over, prematurely or not. In a sort of summary, I feel that this whole episode of our lives will do one of two things, as black and white as that sounds. Everyone has a choice in this situation to be sluggish and demotivated, or to get up off your ass and do something productive and grow as a human. All these experiences will no doubt shape my life as well as others, and I'm making it my responsibility to ensure my life is shaped to how I envision it. That means keeping on top of my mental state, keeping active indoors and finding things to do. So I'm going to continue to learn through the online courses my school is offering, work on my project bike, exercise and keep in contact with my amazing friends. There you go. Well, um, I think first thing to be said is, thank you, um, but and really well written. But um, I think the first thing to be said is the fact that you can... You can see how, and this is only one example, but you can see how it's affecting people, mm-hmm. how, like what we spoke about last time. And um, I think I think a bit to sort of just sort of focus in on is that is the ending, um, because he says, "So I'm going to continue to learn through the online courses my school is offering, work on my project bike, exercise, and keep in contact with my amazing friends." Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that all very positive things. Yeah, and as we started with the topic of this podcast of this episode, at least, is as a personal business, as a you treat yourself as a business almost. I think seeing that um, with the with the times that are currently happening, seeing that um, well, go that back commitment to personal growth. I think, but go back one paragraph to where it says. However, I've got to be honest with you, Simon. I'm shitting myself with regards to my future but this is probably a fairly standard response when A-levels are over prematurely or not. So... Does it doesn't matter whether A-levels are over well, or not. Well, exactly. Just... So it, it could have been a normal year. It's that whole it's that whole prospect of going out into the big wide world, you know, leaving that institution leaving, yeah. of school that we talked about last time. But, you know, now... Well, let, I mean, let, let's think about it, right? We, we talk about you being a business. Your mm. life is a business. You, your, your life is a business and you are the product. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Yeah. So, um, you know, if we were setting this up, if I was setting this up back in in the world of finance, you know, I was going to open up a new a new um, desk. Desk or something, yeah. You know, we were going to go into a new country and we did this on many occasions, Nigeria, Egypt, all these um, far-flung places where, you know, it isn't the easiest places to invest. The first thing we would do is conduct an evaluation on why we want to set up that business. Yeah. So let's and conduct an evaluation of why you want to set up a business. Um, as in your life. Yeah. Um, 
Well, obviously, it start it starts when you're first born. Yes. So what happens when you're born? You're born. Your mum and dad bring you home. What's the first thing that has to happen legally in this country? Be declared that you're a child. Well, you're, <laughs> no, but your birth has to be registered. Yeah. With um, so that, that the, in, the authorities, that right? In, that in essence is a business being registered with the title or the name. Well, of exactly. The when you so when you start up a business, you have to register with Companies House. Yeah. So, Companies House in this case is the world, right? Mm. But you were registered with the world the day you walked into the into in, in well, the day you were born, mm. and the, the 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 certificate as you might call it, that you would get from company's house, your company certificate, yeah. with your company number on etc., is your birth certificate. Yeah. So congratulations, you were a business 18 years ago when you were born. You're quite good at this business life, aren't you? <laughs> You've been going 18 years already. Yeah, and um, but I think um, I think this is something that like people may be hearing this for the first time might, uh, might end up sort of realising is that just because just because you haven't realized that you're a business until now doesn't mean it's any it's it's no it's no meaning to like have to start again you don't have to reinvent yourself no you well, you are you've, you are what you are that's, yeah exactly that's the point. You, you are what you are but you've also but you've got to remember you're you know at the end of the last time do you remember we said someone is always watching yeah well that's that's the same, the same from business, the day you were yeah. born someone is always watching and it's it, it it's that it's that watching that makes you think. Well, hang on a minute. I'm I'm constantly working as my business. Subconsciously, yeah. you're you're working as your and business. And I, right? I tell you what. Yeah, this is something that I've and I've been having conversations with people and everything. And um, I've got a, a a few friends who um, they have the tool of um. So for example, when when you when you have a business, yeah, or you're in the creative industry, you have to market it. Yep. And let's be honest, in the 21st century, one of the greatest ways to market is by using social media. Mm-hmm. So something that I've seen recently is that people um, don't post. They, they don't post. They don't, they don't post. Yeah. So they don't put stuff on Instagram. And this is a fair few of my friends. And they don't put stuff on Instagram regular enough. And this, that and the other. Um, and I say, well, why, why don't you why don't you post stuff on Instagram? And they'll turn around and they'll say, oh, well, it's different for me, for like for me, yeah, because I'm doing music and I've got to try and build a fan base. But I don't see why having a strong social media presence won't influence your um, won't influence your employability. Well, I think. Do, I, you, do you get what I mean? Yeah. Though? Because no, well, if, social media is social media i mean the internet is probably the well it is the most powerful tool the world has these 100%. days right and you can't afford not to be on some form of social media or some form of, you, you can't live without the internet yeah. basically right um because so many you know life is life is effectively you know it's dictated by technology i mean we live in the fourth industrial revolution, we're going through it, right? Yeah. Which it's is techno- technological technology revolution. one, yeah. right? So you can't really afford. But now marketing, you know, just walking down the street—that's marketing. You're marketing yourself. You know, if you walk down the How street, you carry yourself exactly. Everything. If you walk down the street and you pass someone, you say good morning or hello, people. Oh, that's a polite young man. Blah 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 yeah. blah blah. If you walk down the street and you know, look at people and bugger off, people are like, oh right, okay. You don't know that that might become a future employer further down down the. Down the it's about road. it's about treating. Tre- I think I think it's about how you treat people, but I think it is also about how 
but it's how, how you, you go carry about yourself. Your, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's every, there's lots of things. There's your body language. There's um, you know whether you smile, whether you frown, whether all these things tell a story about you or tell somebody something about you. Now, social media, I agree with you. It, you you need to be you need to be on active. social media and you need to be active, especially you guys. You know at your age because, because this is how this is how the life will go if on. I, if I if I just expand on the employability point, if I, I I obviously don't know, I'm not old enough to say that I've been to different jobs and been to different interviews, but I could imagine that if you turn up to a job, yeah, they've already done their their background checks on social media on Facebook. They've already been through all of your your stuff. Yeah, if you turn up. And they go, oh, I saw this on your social media. It not only creates a talking point, yeah, but it also shows that you're more. It, it, it's it's an easier way to demonstrate that you're a well-rounded human being than putting it on a CV and going, oh, I went to this place and did this for a bit. Because pictures, uh, obviously, the phrase always pictures like say a thousand words. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? So like. When I back back when I was in the banking world, um, yeah, our HR would in the, in 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 more recent years they would obviously go through people's social media etc. And I always remember a story of um, that went around the city at the time that there was a massive graduate recruitment drive from from a bank. Um, you know, they used to go off to the universities and they'd have stalls and stands and everything. Like you know, you've been to some of these, you know, sort of like work fairs and stuff like that. Yeah, and. Um, they had this. They had this graduate who applied for their graduate program, and on paper, this graduate was perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Absolutely perfect. Like, I could. I could guess um, what it was going to be. You know, and they went through the social media, and sure enough, there were pictures of family skiing holidays and cute cats falling off sofas, off the backs of sofas, and stuff like that. But then there was a picture of that person sat behind the wheel of a very smart car, obviously posing for a picture with a glass of champagne the bottle of champagne in the other hand and that was the application rejected yeah because, because the picture was too toxic not that that person was driving the car not that that person was drunk you know they weren't going to turn the key and stop you know going off down the road with a glass of champagne in there but it was too toxic it was something that the employer couldn't be seen to to be associated with because reputation is everything Mm. So when you have your social media and, you know, you just think about what you put on it because it never goes away, right? It's always going to be there. Just think what someone's you're putting always on got, it. Someone's always got it somewhere. And someone's yeah. always watching. Just and think what you're going to put on yeah, there. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think we can all sit here and say that there are certain things that we have put on social media that we can turn around and say, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Me included. Yeah. Yeah. Because as and I remember this back when I was what is it in lower years and stuff. Um I just remember I I cuz I I bought is it I have screenshots of my old Instagram and stuff like that. And I remember looking at it and going I would never post that now. But I think that's because we grew up with it. Yeah. And everyone was still figuring their way around it. Yeah. In the same way that businesses, I think now are starting to realise that no one, no one cares if I don't know Janet from down the road or or Dave from across the street says, "Oh, I like this business." If you go on their social media and they've got something on there that you don't like, it's 
instant turn off. Well, the other thing is as well. I mean, you know, it's, if you go into the if you go into the acting world, they'll always turn around to you when it comes to your social media. Don't be political. Oh yeah, 100%. right. That's, Do not be that's, political because that's if you're trying to be anything famous or whatever. Exactly. Don't be political because you you you're going to piss off the wrong person. They might like you as an actor or you know whatever profession it is you're because in, but if they don't stance. agree with your political stance. And, and, and again, should, shouldn't be right. But well, no, it shouldn't it be right because you should be. Everybody should be able no, to have an opinion, opinion yeah. and you know we shouldn't all wake up offended in the morning. You know, that, uh, unfortunately, that's the state the of the world today. Is, yeah. So I think you have to be a bit careful. But it's like you say when you you grew up with it, and you, you know, the stuff you would have posted when you were like maybe fifteen, sixteen. That was you back then. So I, I don't think there's, mm. a, you know, unless you're standing there half naked or something like that, <laughs> doing something really stupid. I wouldn't be embarrassed of that. That's just that's what that's who you were then. You evolve and you change, and as you evolve and you change, your life changes, your experiences changing, what you want, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, will change with you because you'll evolve, you adapt, and you stay relevant and stay. But you know, even before social media came out, I mean, I remember when I first went up to the city. You know, there weren't we, we didn't do anything on computers as you know them today. You know, we didn't even have email. People wrote memos and AOL. stuff like this, right? Facts. And um, well, exactly. When the email first came into the banking world, I remember sitting there saying to my traders, right, if you want to write an email, I mean, personally, I prefer you to come up and, and go talk to somebody because they're only probably three seats down from you. So everybody <laughs> likes to decide they like to read. When, you, when you're going to write an email, write it, then go back and read it, and then go back and read it again, and then work out who you're sending it to, and work out if they really need to be hearing what you're saying, and then, in the back of your head, think about the responses you're going to get from the individual and people. I, and if you can still say to yourself, this email needs to be sent, then press send. Otherwise, delete it. Yes. Because people take, you know, when, when it comes to the written word, even me just reading Max's statement out there, you know, I could have got some of the emotion that he wrote that statement with in the wrong place. Because... It's my translation oh, yeah, 100%, of something. 100%, but that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying about, um, what is it? businesses and even you if you're conducting like your personal thing and it takes me back to the point about the employability if you walk up to the employer yeah and say, and give them a CV with all the written stuff on it yeah and they turn around and go okay well done what do you want medal like, well done yeah that's do you get what I mean though like that, that's like written word and I don't think it's as effective as if you had a social media um, presence, public presence. Yeah, no, I agree. And that 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 creates a more strong. I feel like that creates a stronger driving force. But I don't think we we, we in the in the employability world as we currently are. I, I don't. The majority of companies aren't operating that way. The majority of companies no, still see your CV and they see bullet points on it, and you then go into something to talk about. Right? But I feel like that is where we are going. I mean, to be quite soon, frank, when soon, I... soon, because oh, everyone, yeah. everyone's going to university, everyone's getting degrees. Yeah, soon I feel like it will become not which degree you have. Yeah, because if everyone's turned up with the same with the same like batting. Well, to batting, be to, like, be, f- to be f- to be frank. When I, I think social media is the way it's going to go. When I went, to, used to go through what they called the graduate Facebook, which was a book of the graduates that were had been taken on by the bank. Oh, and so not, not think, actual Facebook. No, not. We actually called it Facebook before Facebook came about. <laughs> funnily enough, it, it was basically it was a folder of or a book of um, all the graduates, one pager, picture in the top right hand corner, and then 
all you know qualifications, interests, etc., etc., etc. It's just a one pager. And I always remember going into the and whenever the Facebook came round, and I kind of prided myself on this. I actually wouldn't. I first thing I would do is I would look at the pictures. Yeah. He looks like a trader. He looks like a salesman. Yeah. She looks like a. But that, um, that, that's what see, like, see, like, what 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 I'm just going to touch on is the fact that nowadays probably the people listening to this would be like, oh, you can't do that all. No, no, you no, can't you can't. That. Well, no, I don't. No, you can because at the end of the day, it's it's not about being PC. It's, it's you know, back in those days, you, you I don't know what it is, and I can't put my finger on it, but I just used to be able to sit there and go. That's a, a that's a trader. That's a salesperson. Yeah. That's a business manager. That I don't know. There was just something about yeah. It's if not your face it's not, fits. You, you get not, it right. It's not based on what you look like. Exactly. Or it's exactly. Just... No, no. It's just it's just my perception of how. That, so that would be the first thing I would do. I would then because also you've got to think about there are a hundred people in this Facebook, right? So I can't. I can't. I'm sorry, every time you, you say Facebook, you can't basically. You, I don't have time to read all one hundred CVs, so I have to have to find some way of whittling it down. So I used to whittle it down. And um, and then basically then run through the CV of, of what, but I wasn't to be honest with you I wasn't really interested in what GCSEs they got I wasn't really interested in what A levels they got their degree to an extent well, okay fine everybody thinks that if you're going to go into the city you have have to have economics a lot of it wasn't a lot of them were engineering degrees or maths degrees or just um, know how to do things arts, like, yes it wasn't that, that, that job doesn't need a degree to do it right you don't have to have studied for like four years well, solidly to do a trading job nowadays right? you probably need a HR degree or something but, to be able to get around all the rules and regulations but, but the, the point being is that it was I was more interested about their life and what they'd actually done so like you say everybody you know back in the day you could go into the banking world without a degree nowadays it's very difficult to get into the banking world without a degree because it's it was the when degrees came around it was the one thing that kind of whittled down the the, the pool of candidates right so you went from like 100 candidates down to 20 oh right okay we haven't got time to see all 100 so we'll see what distinguishes you then everybody got degrees as you say so then what came along um duke of edinburgh or something like this and then everybody flooded on to do the just now everybody does the duke of edinburgh and now we're now we're looking for something else to to whittle down the applicants right what, what else that and that uh, the, the, well, that that probably is where you're coming round to the sense of is is your maybe your online presence, like you say. But as People you said, your presence, know, that, your presence when you walk down the street. Yeah, I don't. Like that. To be honest with you, I don't. I don't want a rocket scientist to to send rockets to the moon and back coming to work for me. I want someone who is going to add value to my business, mm. right? I want someone, and that that they might not even know the job. You know, we'll train you up the. On the job, but I want someone who's going to add value to my business. Someone who's going to give me something that is going to take my business from here, and it's going to grow it to there. And I think I think that that brings you back to the point of um, conducting a personal evaluation. Yes, yeah, so, but don't think of it as a, as we're going out for a job. Let's think of it as your life is a business. Yes, you 100%. are the business, and you are the product. Mm. So, how are you going to show me what value? You limited can add to me limited, and that's not in the. That's, that, no, don't let's not yeah, think about like, it as an like, employability study either. You know what are you going to do? What can you do for me today that is going to make me go? Thanks, Charlie. That was really cool, etc., etc., etc. So at that point, so we know you are a business. We know you are you limited. You're Charlie limited, or you're Max limited, or you're you know whoever limited. 
But now you need to find something for that business to do. And this is probably the bit, you know, when you're leaving those A-levels and, you know, as Max says, oh man, what am I going to do next? What am I going to do next? Well, that yeah. question of what am I going to do has a very simple answer. You... Plod along. No, you <laughs> are going to do you. Yeah, and that's fairly simple. You are going to yeah, do and I, I, you. Yeah, and I think... Uh, I don't know whether it's because of um, the way that you and mum sort of raised me and me and my sister um, in a very, very, like, un... Uh, very unpressurised sort of system... Um, but that, that sort of, it's almost like the anti-pressure. And I think that that has almost, that has almost forced us to be more self, self self-evaluative. You get what I mean? Self-evaluation. Yeah. You, you value, um, you evaluate what you do before you do it. Yeah, a lot more. And you see how it affects the people around you. Well, we've, we've kind of like... I mean, you know, not not everybody's our style isn't what everybody's style, but we're quite liberal 100%. in the sense that we let you, you know, you need to go out and you need to make your own mistakes and you need to learn from those mistakes and you need to, you know, you need to have a certain amount of your life that you can organise yourself. You don't need us doing everything for yeah, you. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think there are a lot of parents out there that I think put unnecessary pressure on on you as kids yeah. that doesn't need to be there. As I said, in, you know, as we said in the last. Um, in the last session, no amount of ball aching from me is going to make you want to do this Work or do this or, or do this. Yeah. You know, you, you you have to do the things that you want to do, but you have to understand who you are in the first place. If you understand who you are and what you can offer as a business, then um, it, it, it then becomes a lot easier. Remember, your life is a journey; it's not a destination. Things will change. You'll go in different directions. You know, and you know you're leaving school at the age of eighteen after your A levels, or you know there's university, there's got you know people in the universities. We, you know we forgot to mention them who have come to the end of their degree and not going to be able to sit their degree either because of this social distancing. So it goes all, it goes all the way through, you know, all the way through education, all the way out into university life, etc., etc. And then you come to the point where oh well, I've got to go out into the big wide world. Oh, what am I going to do? Blah, 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 you know. And if you just if you just follow some very basic principles. And apply those principles to your life, yeah. then people will know, and, and, and they I, will I sit think, up and take notice I think, of I you. I think the, th- the thing is as well is that um, when you talk about like simple principles, um, people like I can sit here and go, "Oh, treat others how you want to be treated," and all that, and all this sort of like cliche, like yeah. this is what. But I, th- I feel like people don't take that necessarily. They take it with a pinch of salt. Like they just go, oh yeah, that's what people always say. That's what this, that, and the other. Well, but yeah, like exactly. those, those, I think you, I think we'll, we'll probably talk about it in the next, um, in the next instalment. But you wrote down 10, 10 basic things that, that if require you, zero talent. That require zero talent and, and zero things, money. You don't need money. You don't need talent. You actually have all these things in your locker. You just need to act upon them. It's, well, yeah, you need to open the locker and start, and I think, and start I think using them. We'll, delve, we can, we we'll can, delve more into that yeah. in a different one. But um, just staying on the personal like sort of business sort of thing, um, I think with what Max is saying, he knows... He's saying he doesn't know where he wants... Where, what's going to happen. But that's the same thing with businesses on a day-to-day basis. Well, 
but, but the, the, businesses then, don't know what's going to yeah, happen. Hang on a minute, right? Yeah, the, average age, the, the average life expectancy in the UK is 80 years old. I think it's 82 for women and 78 for men. That's the average, right? So the average is around about 80 years old. Yeah. You're coming out of you're coming out of A levels at the age of eighteen, and so right? uh, yeah. And so you haven't actually you're, you're a little bit shy of it, but you haven't actually lived twenty five percent of your life yet. Yeah. Why on earth? What makes you think you have to have the next seventy five percent of your life mapped, mapped out, out today? Now. Yeah. Why? Why does everybody sit there and say you must do this? You must do this? You must do no? Did they, you know, if you want to go to university, go to university. If you don't want to go to university, do do whatever it is that you yeah. want to do. You know, you want to do your music production. Do it with a passion. Do it, but make sure it's like any business. So when we used to set up a business, we'd, we'd do a personal evaluation. But then the next thing we would do is we would create a mission statement, mm. and that mission statement is there to keep us on track for whatever we were doing. So, you know, when, when we came to set up the desk in Nigeria, our mission statement was to be the number one provider of foreign exchange and bond services into Nigeria for Western clients. So make money good. Exactly. Yes. But we wanted to be <laughs> the number one. We didn't, want, we didn't want to be number five, six, seven, eight, nine, seven. We wanted to be the number one provider. That was our mission statement. So you you have to have a mission statement for yourself. Now, your mission statement could be a daily mission statement. It could be, today, I am going to uh, produce this music track. I am going to pop over to my elderly neighbour and I'm going to cut their grass. I am going to... Whatever your mission, your mission statement might be slightly longer term. It might be, I want to attempt in the next week to do this. Mm. Or it could be a long-term mission statement. So your long-term mission statement would be somewhere in the region of, I want to be a music producer, DJ, and I want to DJ in front of, in front of 200,000 people at Ultra. 100%. That's your mission statement. You even wrote it on your yeah, glass I, I had I had it written at one point. Yeah, yeah. And I've, um, yeah so you've cleaned them up. That's nice. Um, <laughs> But create a mission statement. It can be a daily mission statement. You might not know what you want to do in 10, 15, 20 years down the road. Your life will... you get, if, As long as you're doing something you enjoy and you're happy, everything else will just come along with it. Yeah, I think, right? I think that, that does... But at the, at the same token, that does have to come with sacrifice of maybe doing a part-time job to... Well, yeah, no, no, for sure. Yourself. I mean, we've all had to be there. You know, I was a silver service waiter when I was doing my A-levels, you know, you want to make your money because you want to go out with your mates and you want to, en- you've got to put petrol in the car, for instance. Yeah. You want to go see your mates, you and want to go to concerts, uh, you want to do all these things. This is, a, this is a very, like, it's an overarching sort of thing. Yeah. But it's, so it's, it's 100% how you apply it to the situation you're in. Yeah, you'll do the things, but you you know, you're going to do the things that make you happy. But, you know, if you like your music production, for instance, that's wonderful. But until you make it big, you're going to have to get something that allows you to go out and buy all the tools that you need to do the music production and allows you to live, etc., etc., etc. Like you said yeah. in the last thing, you, you don't put on your parents for, for for your entire life, right? You, you 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 have to make your own way in the world. So if you have a mission statement, and you know, everybody go and make a mission statement. To, even if it's just one today, like I'm gonna I'm gonna you're gonna, I'm gonna listen, make someone happy or you're I'm gonna, gonna do you're, some, gonna, you're gonna listen to this podcast. Yes, yeah, there's your mission statement. I'm gonna listen to this podcast. Mission but achieved. But make sure if you got this far. No, now, but if you make if you have a mission statement, make sure you share your mission statement with somebody. And I th- I think. But why? I. Th- why do I want you to share your mission statement with somebody? Because it makes um. Dependency. No, I want you to share your mission statement with somebody. Because you're giving them a license to hold you to that mission statement. Yeah. So if you don't create, if you don't finish your mission, be that a daily one to make somebody happy, I can turn around and say, "Did you make someone happy today?" But also linking into that, I think that you you could do that 
through social media as well. Well, yes. Because, because, like, for example, when I put this podcast on, I said, new episode out this Monday. Yeah, so you know you've got to do I it. I know I've got to do it. Yeah, but with your mission statement as well, if you share it with someone, it gives them license to hold you to it, but it also gives me, mum, whoever you share your mission, or if you put it all over social media, it gives everybody the ability to help you achieve your mission statement. Yeah. So... Whether that's a day-to-day mission statement, whether it's a long-term mission statement, maybe it's, you know, you're, I want to be in there in the next... So when you're looking at your mission statement, you've got to identify certain things. Who am I? Ask yourself, who am I? What am I passionate about? I'm, you know, am I passionate about making that person over there laugh? Am I passionate about um, producing this next track that I really want to get out? Am I pa- what am I passionate, passionate about? Passionate about finance or what? passionate... Yeah. Uh, you're p- passionate about your art, or you know, you want it, like Max. He wants to he wants to build that bike from scratch. Go do it. Be passionate about and it. But then you've got to say to yourself, "Here's my mission statement. What am I passionate about? Who am I? What do I have to offer? Yeah. Can I go and do a good deed for my elderly neighbour and cut their grass? And I think I think that that and who's going to benefit? That also, uh, and once again, another thing that we can link into another episode is. Um, Talking about success and what people define as success. So I pulled because... out. I pulled out. Do you remember this? Hang on, so when when you first started up the, you you know trying to get your following going for, uh, the music. Do you remember that creative platform who asked you to be interviewed? Ah yes. I actually pulled that interview back out. Right. So why don't you read it? Uh, here we go. For some reason, there has always been... This is me, by the way. This is me, who I wrote this. Uh, for some reason, there has always been this unwritten stigma around wanting to go and do something different or creative. Since I started making music over two years ago, there have been many people who have been very negative towards what I want to achieve in life. Different teachers, friends and family have questioned my ability to make it in the music industry. I won't lie, this used to get me down all the time, but in the end, I concluded that I was wasting my energy trying to express my passion to people whose opinions wouldn't budge. So I made a change. I started working harder on my passion than ever before because if I can't verbally persuade them to accept my choice, then I'm going to show them. The momentum of my work has kept me going to this day because each day that somebody, that someone makes fun of me or laughs at what I do is another boost of energy to prove them wrong. Um, I think you wrote like so, a little bit well, below. That... So, so, well, let, let's look. So you clearly, have, you clearly have a mission statement. You know... You've got a clear focus, and you're you're living by that mission statement. Now that's a, that's a slightly longer term mission statement, or you know it's it's a mission statement for now, but it's in the longer term as well. But if as long as you're holding yourself to that, and and you know I've read I've read that, and now I can hold you to it, and mm. I can say, come on, Charlie, you know, Prove where's the music? Where's the music? I want to see the music. Let me help you. You know, I can, when you're making your music, uh, you call me in here and say, Dad, listen to this. And I sit a, there and go, oh, I don't like sure about that bit. But that's me helping you because yeah, I know but, your mission statement. But to, just, to justify that, that's not you putting pressure to go, you will make music now. You will do this. It's, no, it's, it's about it's keeping sort of going you... like, oh, is this what you want to do? Yeah, well, go on then. But it's a bit, but also, you know, if you have a mission statement and you go and tell someone what it is and what you're trying to achieve... It makes it easier for people to come along and help and support you and understand you. It makes it a lot easier. You know, if you if you don't tell me anything and you're just sitting here and all I can hear is like strange sounds coming out of your computer and stuff like that, I don't know that you want to... You know, if you if you said to me, oh, Dad, I really want to DJ Ultra in front of 200,000 people, well, okay, fine, why not? 
well, that's, why that's, can't you? But that's that's the thing where I feel like if if parents are beginning to put too much pressure on kids who want to do certain things, it's most probably because they don't actually know what the what the child wants. They don't know what their personal exactly. business wants. Exactly. If if so so like if if the kid turns or I say kid but like my age turns around to their parent and goes oh I'm going to go to university I'm going to and this is no disrespect to any engineers or anything like that but I want to be engineering or whatever but that's not actually what they want to do the parent is going to put not pressure but but the the pushing to go oh come on get on with your engineering work or something like that well I think also but really that person wants to be a lead guitarist in a band then they'll be unhappy well but 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 then that's the that's the point isn't it in the sense of um, you are you no you are unique. Everybody is unique. There is not a, there is there is no one else in the world who is an exact carbon copy of you. Well, they're getting pretty close to it. I mean, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, there might be someone out there. There might be someone out there. You know, they say everybody's got a double in their life. There might be someone who looks like you, but they are not you. But they don't feel you. That so you have to understate you're unique you're singular you're the only person that can think for yourself you're the only you're the only person that cares in the most about your life well yeah exactly no one cares no more one cares for your, more life, for than your you life than you do yeah no one cares more for your life than you do so start living like you care and start caring how you live and that's the same thing with um businesses no one if you actually start up a business yeah no one cares more about your business than you do exactly because yeah? it's your baby. if your if your business goes under Everyone else is just like that's a that's a less competitor in the mar- market, yeah. and that's the same thing with being a person. Only you care about what you do. Exactly. And so, so you, you have to. So if so, do your if if you if you care that much, then do yourself the service of living your life as if you care. Mm. Start caring about how you live your life. Yeah. And start living like you care, mm. because nobody cares more about your life than you do. And that's not to say your mum and dads don't love you, etc., etc. But it's it's like anything. If 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 you you as a person don't go and put yourself in in danger, you know, to get hurt or stuff like that, because you know if something hurts you, you're you're the only person that feels it, right? Mm-hmm. So you care, but you know you could bash your thumb with a hammer. I could stand there and go, oh, "Charlie, you idiot," and you could be screaming I your have, head off because you because you that. it's you. Right? <laughs> I can't feel your pain. He didn't care. I can't feel your pain. Mm. You are a, you are a unique species. You are no, not species. species. You are a unique. <laughs> you are you, are, you unique, are a different form of alien. You are a unique member of the human race. So there's no one else like you in the world. It, oh. It's impossible. There's no one else like you in the world. There's no one else like me in the world. We are all unique. So you have to realize that you are, and that's another thing as well. There's a place in the world for everybody. So, when you're creating your mission statement, say what am I passionate about? What can I offer other people? Who's going to benefit from him, from it, and how am I going to do it? And then go and print it on a t-shirt and go wear it round the, round the streets or whatever. Yeah, I mean, if it's, media, if it's a, I'll talk to yeah, exactly. Yeah. If it's a, if it's a daily mission statement, you're going to have to order a lot of t-shirts. But just, <laughs> you know, just I can rack up quite the bill. Exactly. Um, you need to make sure that you're you're doing. A, what you're passionate about. B, what you're happy about. And in some way, you're contributing. Yeah, and benefiting your... I think I think the oxygen mask principle comes in where you've got to make sure that you're benefiting yourself before you're benefiting others. Well, exactly, because at the end of the day, it's your life. Yeah. As we said, no one cares more about your life than you do. 
and I think on that, I think that's a good good sort of note to end on. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this instalment, and um, keep sending uh, stuff in, like like what Max has done here. Or questions. Or questions, or, or certain topics that you'd like to talk about, and also... Um, we are looking into getting uh, other people on to have a conversation as well. And maybe, because obviously this is one-dimensional, coming from the same household and sort of thinking about things, not in the same way, but on a similar playing field, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, so if you... And with the art of technology, as we have discussed, we can all stay at home and record Yeah, we can all stay at home and be safe and record it and everything. So... Um, yeah, but also look. feedback as well. I mean, look. Bottom line is, if you think it's shit, tell us it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> if you think it's good and you like to hear more, then you know, leave some feedback as well. Yeah, and I, I've personally received a lot of messages um, about the podcast and how people are enjoying it. So, if you're enjoying it, we'll keep on going. Um, and if you're enjoying it, forward it on to someone you think might enjoy it, and um, especially or you, someone you know, who you need, young, someone who needs it. Exactly, even young. But just sit down and think to yourself: Who do I know who's a little bit down at the moment, could do with a bit of a boost or a pickup or, you know, could do with a little bit of guidance and, you know, direction into their into their life at the moment, then, you know, feel free. And, you know, forward it on. Yeah, Let 100%. Know. Well, anyway, thank you for joining us today. Uh, I have been Charlie and this has been... Me. Dad or father, Simon. Uh, all of the many titles you go under. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you again next time. Bye Adios. Bye-bye.